Streets and Scholars, Alex Alonso and FG, here to bring you another banger. And I'm here with the Eastside General, man. What it do? What's going on with it? What's going on with it? Um, I'm just, uh, I'm just ready to tap in with you on another, another episodes of Streets and Scholars, man. And um, actually, before we start, I just saw that um, your team, the Dallas Cowboys, is making some damn um, trades already behind the scenes. I don't know if you keep up with the off-season football. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, they got some, <clears throat> they got some things they got going, man. Picked up a few players, man. Grabbed Brandon Cook and shit, and picked up uh, Stephon Gilmore from uh, Indy, man. You know, shit, man. Yeah, they trying, bro. You know, so <laughs> they trying, shit. I heard someone, um, actually, someone personally told me that they are never gonna win with Prescott as the quarterback, man. But I guess you got faith that it's a possibility. Well, you know what? They can do it with Prescott. I'm, you know, he's he's not the best, but he's better than a lot. So, you know what I mean? You get if that defense come together and really lock it down. I mean, this Prescott seventh to eighth year, if he can't get nothing done this year, then, yeah, I would be willing to move on from him, no doubt. Okay, so you're giving him one more year to see what he can do. What if he goes like 11 and 5? 12 Man, fuck all that no <laughs> <laughs> nah, what what no nah, that that's not enough you know we just went like um 12 and 4 i mean we need we need get get to the championship game man you know um it's all or nothing for me you know at least the nfc championship anything less than that man is unacceptable okay man well the football season is, is some some time away. I know everybody's tapping in with uh, NC uh, NCAA basketball. Um, did you do your bracket for the basketball? Because I forgot to do mine this year. You know what? I didn't even do it, man. You know, um, I didn't get a chance to do it. I've been so busy, man. You know, so shit. Who you want to ultimately uh, pull it out? Um, I believe that probably UCLA, even though I'm not a UCLA yeah. fan, they're probably going to be the final four and they haven't won one in a minute. Um, they'll, they'll probably get, they, they might get it this year. You know, going way back to Kareem and shit, bro, we was always USC football, but UCLA basketball, you know what I mean? And that was crazy. You know, we was able to do it. They was both LA, but we've always, you know, coming up, even with my dad, man, we was always rooted for UCLA basketball and USC football. Yeah, man. Um, I, I don't remember the last one, UCLA one, but I know in 95, man, they had a monster team with Tyus Edney, the O'Bannon brothers, and none of those guys <laughs> had a successful NBA career. In fact, they didn't even all make it, which is crazy. The best team in the country didn't yield no NBA talent, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I know the O'Bannon brothers personally, you know. But yeah, you're right. They didn't. But no, nah, UCLA just won the title. Um some years back, yeah, it yeah. Ain't been that long, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't even name any of the players off of that team. That's <laughs> I can't either. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> name not one. All right, man. I want to um, I want to tap in with a couple of uh, comments that we've been getting um, on the Apple. I guess the Apple review board. And if you're listening to us on Apple, go ahead and leave us a, a review there, a comment, and let us know what you think. Uh, but uh, this one comment from who's this from? This comment is from Stamped Too Active. He says, "Hey Alex, I catch all the episodes from here to Street TV, even including some of your guest interviews on YouTube." Reggie and James, <laughs> Reggie and uh, Reggie and James, Mob James, for those who don't know, have been dropping a few bombs 
on Steel and and Gangster Chronicles lately and wanted to know if you could chime in. I didn't even know what this. I'm just reading these comments um, randomly, man. Uh, look, I, I've spoke about my time on the Gangster Chronicles on previous interviews, and I really don't have anything else to say publicly about about my situation there, man. But um, shout out to to uh, Bomb First and they're doing their thing over there. And uh, I don't know if FG's got anything to add to that. Yeah, you know, I check them out every now and then, you know, check them out, see what's going on, you know, as I do with everybody else, you know, and, you know, I did, um, when I seen that title, you know, I tapped in on it to see, you know, if they had spoke on anything, you know, for, you know, regarding UNC and, you know, what was their opinion on or what the comments were about, you know, you against Chronicles, you know, and, and to be honest with you, man, it's, it still seemed like it's all love for them dudes for you as far as, you know, that you who, you know, you know, was was a, a part of the original team and, and helped mold that group together, man, to make it, you know, what it was. And I do see everybody saying that it just ain't been the same since y'all three haven't been together. So I have seen that, you know. Yeah, man. Um, people got used to the team that we had and, you know, we, we had a good run over there. And people even asking me now, what's the chances of us all three getting together? And I, <laughs> my response to that is pretty much slim to none. But I was thinking the, the only way that I would ever sit in, sit in the room with uh, Mob James again and Reggie Wright is if Mob James just comes clean. If he says, I did what I did and I apologize and I want to move on from it, I made a mistake, then, then, I'll, then I have no, nothing against the dude. I got no beef with the guy. But other than that, the chances of all three of us getting together is slim to none, y'all. So please stop sending me those messages. Um, okay, here we got another comment here from a guy named Funk. Funko-Rama. Funko-Rama sends in, uh, I really enjoyed... Funko-Rama, dang. Yeah, Funko-Rama 2016. I really enjoyed the podcast. It gets better every week. But I want to point out, I can't believe FG didn't know Kevin Durant was part of the big three in the OKC Thunder. It was KD, Westbrook, and Harden. Harden left to the Rockets first because OKC... Um, I guess the comment gets cut off right there because OKC didn't dot, dot, dot. Yeah, man, what was that about uh, about a month ago? We were talking about Kevin Durant, and uh, right. I, I guess one of these listeners uh, uh, remembered what you said. No, no doubt, man. I, I, I shit, I couldn't believe that I um couldn't re didn't remember that either. You know what I mean? Because you that definitely they definitely had a solid squad over there. Not to mention, you know, I got nieces and nephews down there in Oklahoma City that always used to send me pictures and stuff from the games. I don't know how I forgot about that dog but you know at the end of the day man shit man i'm getting a little older man i'm starting <laughs> to forget some shit <laughs> yeah man um, shit. Yeah. um between between both of us man we got over 100 years of knowledge and experience and living and shit so you know no, no doubt, but it's cool that he called me out on that, man, because I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have, damn sure shouldn't have forgot that, you know what I mean? You know. Yeah, I always. He's been moving around a lot lately, man, but I guess that's what all these players doing nowadays, you know? Yeah, KD's been moving around the most of the three. Uh, Westbrook bounced around a little bit. He's uh, He was with the Lakers. Is he still with the Lakers or he left? <laughs> no, I'm glad they got his ass up out of there, even though I like Westbrook. You know, I'm not, I'm not against him. It's just he didn't fit there, you know, but I'm ready for him to clean house over there at the uh, lakers anyway but yeah they had a good run man and i guess harden has been the most consistent i think he went over to houston after he left okc and he's been there ever since 
I mean, he's been over there dominating, leading that team, you know, making shit happen, man, you know, but I'm just wondering how they couldn't get it done together, you know what I mean? But 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 that's the way the cookie crumble, you know? Hey, man, I can't think of a team in the last 20, 30 years that had three bona fide stars on it. Maybe maybe the Miami Heat when they had Bosch, um, James, LeBron James, and um, right, right, Wade. Right. Dwayne Wade, yeah. But I'm not sure if I put Bosch up there as a bona fide star, a bona fide third star, but he definitely, um, that's probably the last time I've seen three really great players on one team. Yeah, yeah, and you know, now, um, and you know, and they went on to win a championship with those three. So you know, you can't, um, you you absolutely right about that. Yeah, they won. Uh, they went four times, man. I'm actually disappointed that they only won two out of four. You know, they should have won. Right, right, they should have right. won four straight. But you know, sometimes when you stack all these players up on a team, it doesn't necessarily mean a championship. But you know, they'll keep trying that. No doubt. All right, I think the last comment I got here is. Um, Oh, yeah, we already addressed this comment about the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, so let's get into a couple of topics, man. Um, I guess the first thing on the the first thing I got here are the um, the Oath Keepers. Um, some more Oath Keepers were found guilty of of seditious conspiracy for the January 6th uprising. And um, I was wondering if you tapped in with that. Yeah, man, I was tapped in with it. You know, they didn't get the um, well, they didn't get the uh, condition seditious conspiracy, but they definitely um, you know, got got hit with three or four charges for sure, and uh, but they still looking at the same twenty years. You know, not saying that they gonna get it or nothing like that, but they still looking at uh twenty years with the multiple um charges that they filed on them. You know, so. I'm going to see how that goes as far as sentencing. You know, I don't know when they go back to get sentencing, but sentenced. But I, 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 I knew these was they they were going to come up um, uh, guilty though. So <clears throat> we definitely going to check on that. Yeah, I, I pretty much knew that it was it was a done deal for those guys. Uh, I don't know if they decided to go to trial. I'm sure they were offered deals. The feds have been offering all these guys deals, but for whatever reason, they decided uh, they were going to take it to trial. Breaking news out and, of Washington, um, just as we I got a clip here. Uh, let me let me just play this quick clip and uh, get your response to it right after. Let me um, this is from this is from NBC News. And of course, this is a uh, top news because it's kind of related to Donald Trump and Donald Trump's been in the news almost every day, like clockwork, because they're thinking about indicting the former president. I don't know how, how likely that is going to happen, but it's definitely tied into these uh, Oath Keepers. And let me play this clip we here. We were talking about this. Four members of the Oath Keepers were convicted of conspiring to obstruct an official proceeding in connection with the January 6th attack on the Capitol. And the jury is still deliberating on even more related charges. NBC's Ryan Riley is. Oh, we got a little buffering Following here. this trial, Ryan, what more can you tell us? That's right. So we had uh, four uh, guilty verdicts come out of the jury today uh, involving uh, Sandra Parker, uh, Laura Steele, Connie Meggs, and William Isaacs. And this is the third uh, Oath Keepers trial uh, that we've seen. Now, these this uh, particular trial did not involve the same serious charge as we've seen previously of seditious conspiracy, uh, but it was nonetheless one of these um, Oath Keeper trials. 
it's one that a lot of viewers might not have necessarily heard of because the big uh, attraction, I would say, probably at the federal courthouse right now uh, is the trial of the Proud Boys, which has been dragging on for a very long time. Um, and that sort of has that new flair to it because, you know, we've seen this is the third Oath Keeper uh, trial that we've seen now. But, I, you know, these cases are continuing to churn every day. We're continuing to see new sentences every day um, imposed in various cases. Cases. We see there's another bench trial happening involving uh, a, a defendant who has dressed up George Washington, for example, this week. Um, and there's you know sentences sentences coming up uh, more this week, including uh, against uh, a neo Nazi Riley Williams, uh, who's going to be sentenced uh, on uh, Thursday and was charged in connection with uh, the theft of uh, Nancy Pelosi's laptop. So these cases are going to continue to churn, and they're going to go for a very long time because we have about a thousand cases thus far, but. DOJ has signaled that another 1,000 cases are in the pipeline. And if they ultimately hit that 2,000 number within the five-year statute of limitations, they'll have arrested about two-thirds of the people who, uh, who committed offenses that they could have been charged with that day. So it won't be everyone, but they'll get a significant chunk of people. Uh, and I think they're particularly going to be focused on the people who committed violence uh, in these upcoming years, Chris. All right. Yeah, you know what's crazy in that report? They, that guy just estimated that there's 3,000 people that yeah, violated. Yeah, two-thirds, and they said it might get up to 2,000, man. They, they, if he say they, they got their eyes on another 1,000, best believe they, they know something. You know what I mean? But you know, they, I just tripped off the husband and wife, Sandra Parker and her husband, Benny. Did you pay attention to that, that they both got charged, but she the only one got convicted. He didn't get convicted on uh, the same charges based on he never went inside the Capitol. And uh, now he talking about, you know, he wish he could take his wife place. No, you should have been gangster enough to go and go <laughs> up in there. You let your wife go up in there, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, um, so it's husband and wives that got caught up in this stuff as well, man. Hell yeah. Um, and that clip that we just played for those that are just listening to us, there was a they, they showed a lot of footage from that very day. And one of the outside shots, it looked like to me, it looked like 3,000, 4,000 people on that yard. But um, they're trying to arrest another thousand before the statute of limitations. I believe the statute of limitations is going to go till January of 2024 when did that happen that was um january 2022 right Jan yeah january 2020 no i'm sorry january 2021 no, that was 20 yeah, yeah yeah that was 22 oh yeah that was 21 so so that means that they have uh about 10 months left to arrest as many people as possible and uh i didn't you know what we never talked about that there's a statute of limitations if you could lay low for three years if you could have laid low for three years, you would not get charged at all. Because once that day passes, that's it. No doubt. You know, they have to have their charges in by the end. You know, and if they don't, you get to walk free, you know. So uh, depending on, you know, if they want to spend the money and spend the time on another thousand, that may have a lot lesser charges. They may went after the people who had the biggest charges first and uh, let it trickle down as far as, you know, the people who like Benny Parker, who's his wife went in the Capitol. So yeah, of course she got more serious charges. They may not sweat everybody just for being there. You know what I mean? You know, probably if you didn't go in and you didn't have a significant piece, you know, in, in the riot, they may not mess with you. You know what I mean? But the funny thing about it is <clears throat> Trump was talking last week, talking about he may get arrested. And if I do, I want y'all to protest. <laughs> yeah, but I heard I, that. <laughs> but, hey, but they wasn't fucking with him this time. They like, nah, man, you ain't going to handle your business because we, we, you know, 
And uh, and it was funny because they like, nah, we ain't, we ain't riding with you this time, bro. You know what I mean? No, they're not trying to end up in a, uh, an FCI or a US, U, U, um, what is it now? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. FCI and a U, USP. USP, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, You know what I just realized um, from reading an article? They're saying that 2,000 people actually went inside. So I guess they're just gonna, oh, well, damn. yeah, they're gonna focus on those two thousand and not the thousand that were outside that never went in. Not to say okay. that, not to say they weren't committing crimes. I don't know if if the people outside were violating any crimes, but man, yeah, it was January twenty twenty one. It's been two years. It took them two years to charge a thousand people, and now there's what ten months left for the statute of limitations. So there's no way they're gonna get um, they're not gonna get all this thousand the the, the other thousand that went in in the next. 10 months i i remember i said a couple seasons a couple um a couple episodes ago probably 1500 yeah you did say 1500 but we gonna see you know because they can definitely charge them that don't mean they gotta go get them that don't mean they gotta go look for them but they definitely can put that um indictment out there you know so um I don't get got them doing another thousand either, but we gonna see. You call fifteen hundred. I'm. I think you gonna hit hit it on the spot. To be honest with you. Yeah, because you know how many of these guys is actually hiding out right now. Like many of us would be doing. <laughs> you know, if we knew the feds was after us, the best thing to do is to try to hide out, lay low, and avoid it. Especially if there's a three year statute of limitations that's gonna expire real soon. W wouldn't you just be laying low? I mean, you know, you could lay low, but at the same time, they still, you know, if they put that indictment out there and put that warrant out for your arrest, that don't negate um, um, you not being uh, caught up, you know. Um, but if they really want you, they, they, they can come find you, you know. So I'm thinking that, you know, the people that they don't go get, they don't really want, you know. Yeah. Okay. So um, we'll we'll uh, keep keep you all posted with that. Uh, I wanted to ask you if you ever heard of a dude that had uh, 31 bonds, like actually was fighting, I guess, 31 different cases and was able to bail out, get arrested, bail that's out, get arrested. Crazy. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. <clears throat> that's nuts, man. I, nah, I ain't never heard of that. I, I have seen a few homies that been out on three bonds. <laughs> yeah. Never more than that. Yeah, never more than three. Yeah. Well, there's a story. That's crazy they even let him do that, though. I'm thinking that most of these offenses that he had were minor because, um, it, you know, it, it finally took something serious before they decided to keep him without bail. But 31 bonds for this young man named Joshua Ortiz Lopez from Added, Texas. I got a clip here. Um, let me play this clip because I ain't never heard nothing like this before. Um, but I don't think he's going to be getting a bail anytime soon now that he got Hell caught on no. <laughs> he's got caught on some more serious stuff. Let me play this for y'all. This is a crazy story. And they're alleging that this guy's a, a gang member, too. On tonight's breaking bond, an admitted gang member granted a whopping 31 felony bonds is back in court facing now a new judge. Fox 26's Randy Wallace joining us now live with the latest in his ongoing series. Randy. Yeah, Rashi, the judge who continuously revoked and reinstated all Joshua Ortiz Lopez's bonds lost in the primary. Today, Ortiz Lopez learned the new judge who replaced her isn't playing. It's hard to believe anyone, including Joshua Ortiz Lopez, is surprised to see him back in the 263rd Criminal District Court facing new criminal charges. Possession of a controlled substance and uh, theft of a motor vehicle uh, valued at over $30,000. We first told you about Ortiz Lopez last January for being a bond record holder. I have really never seen anyone out 
on 31 felony bonds before in, in my career. I dare anybody to find a defendant who's had more than 31 bonds. Since 2019, Ortiz Lopez has had his bonds revoked and reinstated more than two dozen times. His total bond amounts more than a million dollars. His charges include engaging in organized criminal activity, arson, retaliation, and possession of body armor by a convicted felon. And on three cases, three felonies, he got five bonds on the same felony. Now, I don't know. I'm looking at this going, you know, maybe after the third one, you might want to say, this just isn't working out, dude. Every time we keep giving you bond, you keep getting it uh, charged with a new crime and getting revoked again. Court documents state Ortiz Lopez and another admitted gang member stole a car on March 6th and took police on a high-speed chase. This is an extreme danger to our community here in Harris County. Um, auto theft is an, a pandemic, not just for our car dealerships, but also just for um, that. All right, I'm gonna say we got the point on there, and do you know what? No doubt. You know what the first thing I think of when I'm watch this story, when I read the story, is that this guy had to be an informant. This guy had to be working as a confidential informant at the highest levels for someone to just keep getting bail. Because I actually know some real informants. They get caught with a gun, they're out on bail. <laughs> they get caught, you know, with a sack, they're out on bail. And it turns out they were you know, informant. So Working, yeah. nothing in that story. I mean, he, was go, he was he was going to the same judge and he probably she probably knew exactly what he was doing. He probably was doing some damn good work as well. Um you you got a hell of a point there, bro. To be honest with you, you got a hell of a point. I didn't think of that, but I was I, I, I but I was thinking like that's unbelievable. They just kept letting him out. But you might have just hit the uh the nail on the head on that one. Yeah, because the, the informants that I know that keep getting bond, they usually have maybe like they're fighting like fighting like five gun cases, not thirty one. So yeah, this dude Man, probably yeah yeah yeah. And and the reason why he probably has thirty one cases is because he knew he can get away with it. He was just so right, active right, with right, it, right. you know. So uh, what do you think about that? No, you hit it. You hit it. Like I said, I didn't at first, but because it didn't make no sense. I'm like, man, something got something ain't right. You know, maybe, you know, I even thought maybe the judge was just a relative or something. You know what I mean? But but now you you making it make sense. You know, 31 bonds, dog. That's a long. I mean, come on, man. 31. Yeah, that's that's wild right there. They say he's the record holder. Yeah. You know, now, that story was um out of Fox that was out of Fox 26 out in Texas and if you guys are from Texas tapping in with streets and scholars and you know anything about this guy Joshua Ortiz Lopez please tap in with me because uh, I'd like to know more because this is highly unusual that this guy can get out every single time he commits a felony I'm sure some of these were minor felonies but none, nonetheless um, he was getting out on bail and plus how could he afford paying all of that without some assistance right, right, you know right. what I'm saying He's he's not no um, major drug trafficker. He's just a little uh, street corner yeah. thug. With, with, with no, no doubt. But they say that judge lost in the primary. So when the new judge came in, you know, um, she wasn't having it. So you know, now he locked up. He got a five million dollar bond. You know that that's gonna hold him for a minute right now. 
Yeah, I think his uh his career is gonna <laughs> come to a halt at that point because uh he probably abused the the I guess uh, the right that he had or he abused the um, convenience that he had of catching you know he, you can catch a couple cases but you just can't keep going and going and going like this dude did right right no doubt and um, yeah I know I know quite a few people here in LA that have caught maybe <coughs> three four five cases um, and those five cases will will raise an eyebrow with the local district attorney's office and the and the police but um 31 cases is out of control that means that this guy was doing some very handy work had to be doing some handy work yeah he was giving us some goods dog. i mean some goods i mean you know he was dropping gems on the ass you know what i mean (laughs) yeah you know and 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 for them to let him do that you know it's is is almost safe to say man that he was he was getting it in with him yeah, definitely. Um, would love to to know more about this guy. I am sure there's somebody sitting in the jail cell right now that knows this guy that maybe he he informed on him. If if what I'm saying is true, now let me just uh, preface that with um, I'm just speculating here. I have no inside information. That story out of Texas doesn't allude to that. That's just the way my mind is thinking that this guy was probably probably yeah. an informant. You know, I don't want to get no uh find out that this guy wasn't and he want to sue me but yeah that's just that's my guess right now okay no no doubt that's i think it's a damn good guess to be honest with you yeah 31 damn bonds you got to be crazy (laughs) all right man um you know i love to talk about these stories when uh police officers and deputies are getting charged and getting arrested and getting sent to prison for their corruption but the one part about these stories that i don't like is when it's a black cop man (laughs) when it's a black cop going to jail man that kind of it kind of hits me a little different no, no doubt, you know, but at the same time, they be fucking up too, though, Alex, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And, you know, sometimes they be just as corrupt and just as scandalous with their own people, you know what I mean? And, and um, you know, at the end of the day, you know me, I ain't never wishing jail on no particular individual and shit, but at the same time, he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar, man, you know? The judge said he was arrogant, you know what I mean? And, um... I'm sure he probably was even more arrogant with, you know, the inmates and people on the street, you know. So um, some of these cops, though, you know, black, white, brown, red, should need a motherfucking uh, slap on the wrist for some of the scandalous shit they be doing. Yeah, man, it's just a little disappointing when it comes from, you know, our own people because they know the struggle and they had an opportunity to become a law enforcement officer. And I'm sure their whole goal was to make change and improve the community but when they um get to um getting involved in 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 their own corruption man it's disappointing now we're talking about a deputy named victor hill victor hill is a brother out of clayton county clayco that was just in clayco i did a video uh a few months ago with uh, some brothers in clay they call it clayco for short it's also the home of waka flock of flame and if I oh, okay. and uh, I'm gonna I'm dig up this picture. <laughs> There's a picture of Waka Flock Flame and this exact same sheriff. Um, but let me play this clip um, for y'all real quick. In Atlanta has sentenced former Clayton County Sheriff Victor Hill to prison time. This comes after a jury convicted Hill in October on six counts of violating the constitutional rights of detainees inside the jail. Fox High's Claire Sims has covered this case since the beginning. She is live outside the federal courthouse with reactions of what has been a high-profile case, Claire. 
Yeah, good afternoon, Christine. I sat next to one of the victims in the courtroom as the judge handed down Hill's sentence, and he cheered, although he later expressed disappointment that the former sheriff never apologized in any way for his actions. What were you doing in Clayton County that day? This is a democracy, sir. It's the United States. No, it's not. Not in my county. That was video used in the federal trial of former Clayton County Sheriff Victor Hill. Now, the man once tasked with upholding the law will go to prison for breaking it. U.S. District Court Judge Eleanor Ross sentenced Hill to 18 months in federal prison, plus six years of supervised release, one year for each of the victims whose rights a jury found Hill guilty of violating. During the sentencing, four character witnesses spoke on Hill's behalf, including interim sheriff LaVon Allen. Each one of them talked about Hill's positive work out in the community. But prosecutors argued Hill's conduct inside the jail was an affront to our criminal justice system and that he tortured people by ordering them held in restraint chairs. Judge Ross told everyone in the courtroom that she truly struggled with this case and reminded the public that she was not here to punish Victor Hill for everything he's ever done or ever been accused of. Though before announcing Hill's sentence, she had some choice words for the former sheriff. As much as you love the law, your love of power overcame that, Ross told Hill. More than once, Judge Ross brought up Hill's arrogance and said she prays he will sit down for a moment and think about everything. In a video statement, Assistant Special Agent in Charge Chris McRae with the FBI Atlanta says everyone pays a price when law enforcement officials abuse their power. The sentencing today should send a strong message to any law enforcement officer who wants to follow their own version of the law. As I said back at the indictment of the ex-Sheriff Victor Hill, badges and guns don't come with the authority right. to ignore the Constitution. They so. come with the responsibility to protect it. Just before learning his sentence, Sheriff he's Hill told get, Judge Ross his he, intent he's only was get 18 months. anybody. Um, that means he's probably going to a camp, right? No doubt, but at the same time, well, actually, they uh, his lawyer um, requested that he go to a minimum security uh, institution, which is a camp, be, be, because him, what they say was he feared that retaliation from him being an officer, you know. Um, but at the same time, you didn't fear when you was in there having you and your boys tying dudes up to chairs and dragging them across the floor and all that type of shit, you know what I mean? So I think he need to go to a... A, a regular institution so he could see how it, it, it actually is from the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I always trip on these reports when they say that the um, the the guy, whoever's going to jail, in this case, uh, former Sheriff Victor Hill, did, never apologized. And I always say that you, you should never apologize because you never know if your appeal is going to uh, help you either get a lesser sentence or maybe get your whole case overturned. But this whole thing about apologizing or showing remorse, I think it's just ridiculous that we always expect that from our defendants.
No, down then you don't give a shit if he said he's sorry anyway. That <laughs> yeah. ain't gonna make you feel no better. You know what I mean? You're not gonna sit there and be like, oh, he said he's sorry. So no, don't give him no time. He's good. He said he's sorry. You know what I mean? So you're right. Not to mention a lot of people don't know when you apologize and you admit guilt down yeah. there because mm-hmm. what the fuck is you apologizing for? You know what I mean? So you know, uh, you damn right. I'm not gonna say I'm sorry. I'm not gonna say I'm apologize, especially when I don't feel I didn't do anything or I'm professing my innocence. You know? Yeah, I never judge a defendant for the lack of remorse he or she doesn't show or not apologizing to victims' families because just because he's found guilty doesn't mean he doesn't have the right to an appeal. And as you just said, um, apologizing and doing all that in court is almost an admission of guilt. So it's the the dumbest thing that the media always um, runs with that. Even the police will run with that. But what do you think about this 18-month sentence plus six years supervised release can you break that down what does that mean from the fed six years supervised release after his 18 month sentence well you know after the 18 months he gonna do about 15 16 months you know he gonna get out he gonna be on supervised release which is basically federal probation you know um he's probably gonna get halfway house time you know so at the end of the day depending on how much halfway house time he get alex he may only do 12 13 months and go to a halfway house for three or four or something. Um, But that supervised release, you know, it is where you're monitored by the feds, you're drug tested um, extremely, you know, um, in the beginning, then they lighten up on you, but they gonna make sure you got a job. You're gonna make sure, you know, they strip you all your rights, your gun rights and things of that nature. I'm sure by him being a sheriff, I'm sure he was a gun owner. So he's gonna have to forfeit or sell all his guns and stuff like that, you know? So um, he definitely got a road ahead of him that that will change you you know uh, a person's life you know and uh he's no longer share he's an ex-share so he's no he's he's nobody no more you know um seem like with the arrogance they say he had you know um you know, I want to see how he land, you know, when he come out and be a regular citizen. You know, he let it go to his head. You know, he he, he broke the law as far as, you know, people's civil rights, you know, and uh, so he's being held uh, accountable for. Yeah, I just put up this picture uh, for those that are watching us online. And for those listening to us on the podcast, I have a picture of Victor Hill that I'm going to post on the Streets and Scholars Instagram page, street.and.scholars Instagram page. Make sure you go tap in with that. But there's a picture here of Waka Flocka Flame um, all the way to the left, if you're looking at the picture from our perspective. And Waka Flocka Flame is a tall brother. I don't know exactly how tall he is. He's probably like 6'4", 6'5". But Victor Hill is the third guy. He's the smallest brother in the picture. And yeah, I'll, I was going to say, what, he 5'2 or something? Yeah, he's probably like 5'3", five Dang. four maybe i think the brother in the, in the red hat might be about five eight and waka is uh you know about six four six five but I, I was just thinking looking at this picture maybe this guy victor hill former sheriff deputy uh suffered from a little man complex no doubt waka <laughs> six four so that dude probably about five four of you to be honest with you um so that's definitely what he could have um kind of complex he could have had i didn't know he was that small of a man you know and i so i could imagine you know you get so many of these guys that's shorter in stature you know what i mean and they feel like they have to substitute it with ego and you know bravado you know but um that could have definitely been a situation you know but it's so many sheriffs and so many los angeles and 
other PDs or, or, or police departments around the world, man, who just, you know, um, you have cops that go out there, man, and they go, I'm not going to even call it rogue. They just use the badge, hide behind the badge in and, and, and order to terrorize some shit, you know, on their own. They, they, they might even in their heart believe that they, you know, doing what it takes, you know what I mean? And um, because I know it was a TV show, I don't know if you remember what a cop named Vic Mackey, um, The Shield. You don't remember the TV show, The Shield? The ball guy. And, and Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to like Vic Mackey, man. But, <laughs> but he went out there and he got the fucking job done as far as, but it wasn't, it just went to show how it wasn't always by the book. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes when you're fighting crime, you know, crime coming all kind of different sizes. So he had to do what he had to do. Was he doing it, like you say, by the book? No, he wasn't. But at the same time, you know, he was he was getting his man sometimes. So, you know, you got a lot of these cops like that. The police department know that they operate like that. You know what I mean? So, you know, this guy probably just took it too far. You know how many uh, people that he arrested probably told him, I will beat your ass if you didn't have a gun and a badge. And he no just doubt. got tired of no, hearing man. that. <laughs> Hell yeah, but they would, you know, and then like you say, he probably was extra turned up because of because of his small size. Yeah, I remember my dad used to tell me when he was growing up, you couldn't be a small guy and on the police force in the 1950s. They had like a height requirement. I think the height, the minimum height was like 5'8 or 5'7 or 5'8. And he said that um, a lawsuit changed it. They considered that discrimination. To oh, where, okay. where you can be, you could be a, a five foot two, five foot three dude. I've seen LAPD officers that short, and my pops always thought that was a, a big mistake that the police went in that direction, allowing uh, little guys to become cops because it's really a big job, a big guy job, according to my pops. Uh, what do you think about that? Is uh, is that height discrimination, or or uh, should we let little guys be cops like this guy? Well, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's almost like having, you know, when I used to rent security guards from not my nightclubs, you know, and they come with a, a, a five, four dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like the bro, you know, what is, what is, you know, I remember one time, um, at the Monte Cristo, you know, um, Mike, he wanted to keep the, the security that he had been having for years. And I told him, Mike, no, I need to bring in, you know, bigger security and sure enough man we at the door man one time man i think it was a i don't know if it was the six shows or the nine nine o's they came up there man and got into it and just took right off on the security man you know what i mean and and i was that was my point to prove that man these little dudes you know it, it's no intimidation factor it's no you know people just gonna go ahead and disrespect a female's gonna disrespect you you know now don't get me wrong a man should not be um employed or not um, be able to be involved in certain jobs because of his height. I don't agree with that, but I do believe that some jobs, you know, like when I got to Tehachapi, I think you had to bench three, 400 pounds up there because them COs were swole, you know what I mean? All of them, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, so it is some places out there, man, that want you to be fit, want you to be a certain size, want you to be a certain stature, you know what I mean, to, to rock and roll. But, um, you know, hey, you know, nowadays everybody going to file lawsuits and, and, and get in, you know. Yeah, man. When, when my dad came back from the Marine Corps, um, he, he told me he applied to become a, a police officer. But because he was only five foot five, 
uh, they didn't give him the job. And then as crazy, as man. my dad, you know, grew up and had a family and I grew up, my dad used to say, man, look at all these little cops walking around right, the streets. Right, right, right. When I applied um, 25 years ago, they didn't even uh, let a guy um, wear the badge if he was like 5'5". Five, five. But um, yeah, man, this dude is really little. Um, I'm definitely going to post this picture. And I'm sure Waka Flock of Flame is regretting that he posted up with this dude. But, you know, Waka's from Clayton County. That's his home. Uh, he mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't born there, but he, he pretty much grew up in uh, Clayton County. And oh, I, could, okay. I could understand why he's in the picture with uh, this sheriff. I'm sure Victor Hill was one of the most popular sheriffs, uh, one of the most popular black sheriffs from Clayton County. But, yeah, he's going to prison. And uh, and I'm happy for that. I'm happy that the, the government is taking this stuff serious and he's going to be sitting in the feds. Um, th- what's the chance of someone like him ending up at a place like Victorville, though? Uh, slim and none, you know what I mean? He definitely won't be there. You know, they definitely not going to send, you know, a known ex cop over there. You know, I can almost guarantee you that because he going to get drugged. They going to get his ass beat. He not going to be there for long as soon as they get word, you know, and they will get word, you know. So, and it ain't just Victor Field. It's a whole lot of other places that he just won't step foot on those yards, bro. And, you know, Lewisburg, Leavenworth, you know. Um, Bloody Beaumont. So Bloody Beaumont. You know what I mean? No, yeah. no, he'll be at none of those spots. You know, he probably get his wish granted. He only got 18 months. He was a law enforcement uh, officer. He will be going to a camp, you know, somewhere in uh, what state they was in? Uh, Georgia, right? Yeah. So they got some facilities down there in Georgia, man. They're going to send him to a nice little cushy camp with probably 150 little inmates. Nobody going to want no problem. So, you know, he's going to be able to go and just do his time and ride it out. Well, uh, I hope he makes it out alive, but um, I'm happy that he's going. All right, um, man, we talked about these uh, four black folks from uh, North Carolina that went into Mexico across the Texas border. And I did a little digging and I found an article where all four remember i was asking you were saying that something fishy is going on when we talked about this right (laughs) no doubt and i said i was going to give them the benefit of the doubt but if they do have criminal records then you know then i'm willing to um entertain the idea that they were down there for something more than just going to go see a doctor no doubt. And, and, and when do you get four people all with criminal records in the same vehicle, you know, um, you know, going across the border to, 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 to see a doctor? I mean, you know, it's not impossible, but at the same time, man, you know, it raised suspicion. You know, I was always suspicious about something. I still am, and I still don't got the full story, but this goes in a different direction. I mean, even from the young lady, she had uh, Latavia uh, uh, McGee. She had charges against her, you know what I mean, for, um, I believe, um, for child endangerment based on her daughter, who was around eight at the time. Uh, they found her with uh, amphetamines in her system, you know what I mean? So what the, what the you know, um, the rest of these guys got drug charges, you know, they've been selling crack, they've been selling, so, so now it just makes the picture fuzzy, even if they really was really going down there on an honest trip to uh, see a doctor by them having this kind of record it makes shit look suspicious you know yeah definitely that now I, I couldn't find a whole lot of information on their backgrounds but according to this article which is published by the daily mail out in the uk all four of them latavia mcgee eric williams and del brown and shaheed woodard all had criminal records which is 
You know, you, you can't ignore that. If if you're one that believes that they were going down there for something shady, well, the first thing you want to know is do they have any shady record? And all four of them do. <laughs> According to this article now, I don't know about the the validity of the Daily Mail, and I don't know if they did all their research and, you know, verified this information because I know sometimes the Daily Mail could just be posting some crazy stuff. So I want to put, right, right, I right. want to, I ain't, I haven't found anything like on NBC news or, um, any of the U S news sources. But, uh, if this article is true, then, um, I'm definitely open to considering that they were down there for something other than cosmetic surgery for one person, because why would three other guys have to go with you? That's another question I have. Uh, and three other guys with felonies, you know what I mean? Convictions, you know. <clears throat> so, you know, it's 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 cloudy, man. You know, um that one right there, man, is hard for me to pinpoint, but it do seem like something fuzzy was going on, you know, and um at the end of the day, whether it was or whether it wasn't, two people lost their life, you know, two others were shot, you know, they clearly made a wrong decision somewhere while they were down there. Um you know, it's it just this one a crazy one. Now, I think that maybe the United States authorities might not want to make a big deal about their criminal records because it'll uh, they'll lose sympathy for the two victims that lost their lives down there. If they was down right, there doing right. if they was doing some gangster shit and this is what happened, then you really can't have that much sympathy for them. Of course, or the families will. But uh, I don't know why we haven't heard more about the backgrounds of these four people if this story is true you know what i'm saying yeah but at the same time man you know like i said we don't even see no publication no no we don't see no more further details it came out i believe the news outlets and people got the real story you know behind the scenes and probably was told to let it go leave it alone you know start reporting on it you know because they probably trying to sweep it under the rug to the fact that, you know, because they could have been down there doing some extra, you know, we not going to put our resources, you know, the American name and the American resources behind, you know, trying to figure out everything that was happening, you know, um, you know, America could easily, if they, like you say, once they look, if they really read their record and it came to that, they just going to be like, man, they just going to be some dead niggas down there because we not finna put the brand behind it. You know, <laughs> yeah. we not finna put the, you know what I mean? You know, we not finna put this across the country like we fighting for them, you know, and when, when people get their records, be like, man, y'all fighting for Look who y'all fighting for, you know what I mean? So, um, nonetheless, they're Americans and they should still be fought for, but at the same time, you know, you know how it go. Yeah, man. Um, Shahid Woodard is one of the guys that lost his life, and the other one was Zendel Brown. Uh, Latavia and Latavia McGee and Eric Williams were lucky enough to make it back to the United States with just some um, injuries that they'll recover from. But um, I don't know what the latest update on this situation is. I know they uh, arrested a couple of Mexican nationals. And um, like I think you said that pretty much nothing's probably going to happen regarding this situation. And uh, I'm starting to think if these people have criminal records, uh, you're probably right. Nothing's going to happen to any of those Mexicans that they arrested down there uh, a couple weeks ago.
No, no doubt, you know, and, and and it's unfortunate, you know, but at the same time, you know, that's how they treat, you know, um, you know, ex-felons, you know, uh, uh, they say they forgive, you know what I mean? But they, 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 they definitely don't forget, you know, and they definitely will remind people if something ever happened that, you know what I mean? Oh, that he was a, you know, you can go on and, 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 and find a cure for cancer, you know, but somebody's going to come say, well, you know, he was a drug dealer back in, you know, 18, you know, 1980, you know, or something like that. So, you know, the things you're doing in, 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 in the past will come back to, you know, haunt you in certain, certain situations, you know? Yeah. I'd like to get more details on all four of their criminal records with the dates to see how far back I know um Williams Williams was in jail. Um, the guy that survived, he did 18 months in March of 2017. Uh, that wasn't too far ago, right? That's pretty, relatively recent. I mean, that's recent, you know what I mean? And, you know, but, but I mean, let's be honest, we can look at these dudes, you know, and, you know, and, and, and tell that they have some, um, you know, I mean, you could, you know, I hate to judge a book by its cover, but I mean, you're going to judge them just by, by their looks. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look and be like, man, you know, this looks suspicious, you know, and it's, and it's, and it's messed up, you know, but they fit the description, you know, and, um, you know, so, hey, man, you you know, a lot of people are going to look at it like how I see it. Like, man, these guys just look like they were up to something, you know, and they could have not been. You know, that's the cold thing about it. You know, the labels we get, the, you know, the, the, the um, <clears throat> you know, um, uh, what I'm looking for, um, how people uh, just judge us, you know, based on, you know, looks. But at the same time, man, you know. Is, is, is unfortunately that whatever they were doing, you know, they plan wasn't airtight and, you know, a couple of them lost their lives, man. Yeah, Williams was um, was distributing crack cocaine down there in a town called Lake City in South Carolina. He was charged with two counts. Um, he did some prison time. So, yeah, I mean, this is... Um, this is these are serious circumstances that should be part of the story if they're true. I know some people might just say it's irrelevant, but um, if there's some sort of speculation that they were down there involved in some drug drug purchase, then nah, this is completely relevant. Uh, so I'm surprised. No, no doubt, you know that changed the whole dynamics of of the situation. Sure. So that's what I'm saying. If somebody as far as you know the FBI or you know the the local authorities, you know, actually found out because two people were still alive. So I'm sure that they, you know, when the FBI pulled up on them people and was like, "Man, what the hell y'all was doing down there?" You know, because they wasn't successful, because they were hurt, be injured, and because they lost, you know, two friends. You know, they might have just gave up the goods, man. Look, man, we just really went down there to just, you know, X, Y, Z. You know, once that was said, you know, okay, now y'all went down there on some faulty shit. Let's back up. We're going to stop the news outlets from, you know, reporting on this. We're going to, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, we're not going to do a smear campaign, but we just going to back up off of it, you know. And that could be what's going on, you know. So um, they definitely know because the two of them was alive, they definitely know what happened and what what was really going on you know now those um child endangerment or child neglect charges that you just mentioned fg from latavia washington happened in 2016 so that's not that long ago you know that's just uh what about eight years ago seven years ago right so yeah um these people definitely have some fresh criminal charges so um We'll keep you all up to date with that. And at some point, I'm going to try to verify that everything on the Daily Mail is true.
sometimes the daily mail can be sketchy so let me just throw that out there no doubt no doubt right let's throw that out there there could be you know false you know wording and things of that nature you know but at the same time i, I do believe that you know it's more going on than what we know there's more going on than what they're telling us you know as always you know and, um it's always three sides to every story man so um we definitely gonna see how much they don't you know speak on this and that's gonna speak volumes just by them not saying nothing or not advertising it or not you know uh being vocal about you know the situation if you were to just take a guess on that daily mail story um how, how what's the percent chance that that whole story is 100 percent truthful Oh, I believe it's a hundred percent truthful. You know, already. No doubt, you know, like already. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that before they even put it out there. I just like I say, I have no facts. I've read nothing other than what the uh, <clears throat> this uh, report that just came up. Um, it could actually not be true, but I believe it is. You know, if you just want to ask me, I believe that it definitely has some um, legitimacy to it. Yeah. Um... I think it's I think most of it could be true. I still want to give them a benefit of the doubt. I want to see this reported on more legitimate news sites other than the Daily Mail. But, yeah, um, it seems like it's most likely true because there's too many details in that in that article for it to to be fabricated. And I'll put a link to that Daily Mail article in the show notes of this episode. And uh, lastly, we got to talk about um, our favorite rapper from New York City named Takashi 69, man. Um, I kind of knew that something like this was going to happen at some point because this guy walks around pretty reckless and eventually somebody's going to put hands on him. But if you've been living under a rock for the last several days, somebody beat up Takashi 69 in the bathroom of a gym down in south florida and before we talk about it i'm going to play this short clip of um i think uh, six nine told his lawyer that he got jumped by a group of people but it's really just two guys it's really one guy but you could say two guys all right let me play this clip Yo, what the fuck, fuck. That, that's how they going you go ahead take a picture and there you have it uh six nine six nine assaulted in the bathroom of this gym fg and uh, what's your first what's your first reaction to that well you know to get jumped with some uh, biker shorts on man you know in the bathroom man you know that's pretty uh listen I, i'm gonna tell you what pissed me off about this whole <clears throat> mainly the comment you know you got so many people in the comments and shit and they talk about you know that's messed up how they did him you know and <clears throat> you know why did they do him like that and come this dude got on the witness stand and sent dudes to prison man you know what i mean you know and and, it, and the, the the wording has always been snitches get stitches you know what i mean now because in today's society because of so many of them you know it's not like it used to be you know with the technology you know that people have you know 
to, to make going to jail so much easier. People was let up off the rats, but they steal rats, and they still can get it at any given time. And I don't have no sympathy for not one. You know, he this dude and put got dudes took people from their families. You know, took people from their kids. You know, on something that he signed up for. You know what I mean? Did nobody make him go do the, the gangster shit that he was doing with these dudes? He signed up and wanted to be a part of that. <clears throat> then when the shit hit the fan, he went and got on the on the stand on them and laid them people down. You know, and you know I seen people in the in the comments where well, you know um, George Zimmerman down there in Florida, y'all ain't did nothing to him. You know what I mean? Hey, this 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 this, you know, the you gonna be somewhere one day when you gonna run into the wrong person or the wrong people. And they gonna handle their business. This was some lightweight shit. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure that the people doing time right now would have wanted his teeth kicked out his mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> out the back of his head. You know? So just to be honest with you, you know, and if you go back to all these people that's talking shit, they the same people that'll turn and watch, you know, a, a, a James Cagney movie or, or Al Capone movie, and they saw how the Reds got, you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> threw in the ocean with rocks tied to him, you know, and they laughed at that, you know what I mean? It was a movie, but that was true shit back then. So now this world and got so, society then got so soft on these rats. Why are you doing him like that? What you mean, why is he doing him like that? You know what I mean? He's get, he's He didn't even get what he deserved, you know what I mean? And, and, and you know, and that's the thing that, that, that pisses me off, you know, and um, I know people gonna talk shit, but I don't give a damn, you know what I mean? But I commend those dudes who, you know, the, uh, 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 took the initiative to, you know what I mean, um, put a move down on somebody who definitely deserved it, you know what I mean? And um, and that's that, you know. Of course, yeah, they incriminated themselves with the video and things of that nature, but at the same time, man, you know, it's obviously that they didn't give a shit, you know, and uh, like dudes say, I want to be famous now, you know what I mean? And <laughs> You know, so... I don't have no sympathy for him, bro. Oh, I knew. I already knew that was coming from FG. Um, so to a certain degree, you kind of glad they um, videotaped it so that the world can see how these people felt about him at that particular time. Seeing him in public, um, the world now sees how some people might view 6 9 Without the video, we wouldn't be talking about it. No, we wouldn't be talking about it, not to mention, though, look, this dude then got so comfortable, Alex, you know, and it, and it could be a lesson for even, you know, the Reds need to tighten up their game, you know, because they just run around like nothing going to happen to them, you know, and and uh, and you never know. This dude is in a, in a gym, you know, in a sauna, you know, chilling like 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 he's some superstar or something, you know what I mean? Or, or let me take that back. Not like he's some superstar, like nobody knows who he is or nobody won't do nothing to him, you know what I mean? And, you know, and that's the, that's the whole thing about it. You know, he got caught slipping, you know. Um, a dude that, that did much telling as he did need to be walking around down there with armed security, you know, because he going to, this going to happen everywhere he go. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, 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 Everybody not gonna do it, but you gonna run into some motherfuckers that's gonna that's, that's gonna holler at you if you're not protecting yourself, you know. So, you know. Yeah, the feds gave out 15 and 20 year sentences based on his testimony against the guys from the Nine Trey Bloods out there in New York City, and um, I am certain that guys those guys are, are celebrating in their cells right now. Um, the first thing I wanted to address is the authenticity of the video. Some people thought it might be fake. This is just a promo, but dude is all bloodied up. He, he's all, he, he's leaking from all over the place in his face. Uh, this does not seem fake at all. No doubt. 
He looked like, uh, I mean, you know, like I said, though, he got what he had coming a little bit, you know what I mean? A little touch up just to just to um, remind you, you know, boy, get get somewhere and, 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 and get behind a rock somewhere. Don't just be trying to walk around and disrespect our town like that, you know, or, or, or society like that when you a whole rat. You are, you are nationally nationally known rat. You're not just a dude who told on somebody in a small town that we know about you. you nationally known, homie. You know what I mean? You got up on the stand on a national platform, you know, and, and the people who are not into that life, you know, understand that if they like his music, they still buy his music, a thing of that nature. But at the same time, you know, the people who are, is of this life, you know what I mean? Just because this dude got some money, you know what I mean? You know, I can't compromise my integrity no matter what. He couldn't come get me to, for, for no amount of money to protect him you know or to um <clears throat> ride with him or you know uh, uh, uh fg i'm coming to la man i got 50 racks homie you know what i mean i need you to take me to the fox hill my man i'm not fucking with you period man you know and that's where a lot of people who are from the streets you know they integrity waiver because now man everything is about the book you know so this is only the first time he gonna get it you know he next time is gonna be worse and if we if we remember there was another informant uh i believe this would have been last year that was running around the streets of harlem like like he never ratted on anybody was living his life driving cars riding motorcycles mm -hmm. and for those who don't know i'm talking about alpo martinez about alpo. yeah and on one one late night <clears throat> on the streets of harlem somebody gunned his ass down and uh brought his life to a tragic end and it, I think six nine is kind of on that same path, you know, living kind of recklessly. I don't know if you saw the clip, but he was at a Florida Marlins uh, baseball game just a few days before he got jumped, and he was intoxicated, drunk. He was in the stands. They had to kick him out the game. The security came down there. Um, I heard something, but I was waiting for some details, and I hadn't got them. I'm, I'm getting them now from you, but yeah, there's a little bit oh, of footage. That's what happened at the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, okay. There's some footage of him, and I think what what pe some people were just pissed because he was waving a Mexican flag like he. He was on the, the second or third row at the baseball game waving a Mexican flag and he was blocking the view of people behind him. And uh, I don't know if this had anything to do with that, but um, um, what, well, this is also a lesson for those who are his friend. If you're a, a friend of uh, Takashi 69 and you're hanging out with him and, and you're socializing with him, uh, sometimes the friends can get it too if it's going down at that time and you just happen to be there. No doubt that now say if he did have two friends with him, you know, and it was six dudes that ran up on him in the in the in the in the in the, in the, in the gym. You know, now you finna find out who your friends is, bro. Now you finna find out who with you, who got your back, who down for you. You know what I mean? Because in this situation, listen, you know, you got to take the beating for the friend, man. You know, but these dudes are not standing on those principles no more. You know, it could have been some dudes in there saying, stop, man, don't do that to him. And Washington get his ass whooped. You know what I mean? You know, by rule, if you fucking with a motherfucker that's on some gangster shit or he got some smoke, you going to take that ass whooping with him. You going to fight for sure. And then if y'all lose, y'all lose but y'all gonna lose together these dudes just ain't the same no more man you know what i mean and and um <clears throat> but this dude is just like alpo you running around you showboating you know because if alpo would have came home man and laid low and just went to go do his sh with family shit and shit like that he might still be here you know what i mean but when you come out you know you're a well-known rat you know like like six nine is you know and um you want to come out here and 
floss and showboat, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't see how he looking himself in the mirror, but at the same time, you know, I guess he have no problem with what he did or in his mind, he justified what he did. But bro, you know, um, it, it, I, I believe that he's going to get comfortable again because I can see the arrogance in him and, um, you know, never know it could be worse next time. No, I, I believe that 6ix9ine learned a little lesson here because everybody in his circles is going to tell him the same thing to say, hey, man, one, you don't have any security. Two, you can't just be walking around in public like that with the rainbow hair, the long braids, and not get recognized. And three, you can't be at uh, baseball games and public events getting intoxicated with this rat jacket on you. Somebody's no got to be telling him that. If nobody's telling him this, then he has no friends. None whatsoever, but I believe a lot of us don't have as many as we think we do. You know what I mean? Um, you know, even me. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'm <clears throat> checks out to be a one. You know, on my side of town, but I still have homies to call me and say, "Bro, you know, that, that picnic, man. You know, don't. I, I'm gonna go down there with you. You know, you know, I want you to go by yourself, or you know, just put put you up on game. You know what I mean? And and, and that's what real friends do. They gonna call you and say, "Bro, no, don't don't go to the gym by yourself, homie. You got enough money to build a gym at your pad. Why is you at the Why is you at the gym?" in public you know what i mean like you say and with the hair and with the certain stuff you know what i mean so that's why i say that's where that arrogance come in at you know and um he's gonna have to you know take it down a notch you know but his arrogance is what fuels his fans you know but um the boy got to sit down somewhere man yeah you know when he first was released from from prison after snitching on the rest of his crew he did walk around with security. You would see him with like three or four big bodyguards. But I'm thinking that that's very costly to have three or four guys around you every time you step out the door. It could be costly. And I don't really get a sense that this guy is really worth as much money as some of us might think he is. Because why would you be at this gym with nobody to protect you? That's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, I got a gym in my in my house. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. know it, bro, you should have one at yours. Now, this is the thing about it, though. You know he got fired on at the club some months back as well. You know, he did have security with him and things of that nature, but he still got fired on. I think he fired back, too, though. He took off back, you know what I mean? But at the same time, man, you know, this time you got overwhelmed. You know, you letting your heart you know um you know get beside itself you know what i mean and you be thinking some places you might be that ain't nobody gonna do nothing you know but they touched him up pretty good look at his forehead look at the cut they touched him up man that ain't fake yeah i'm just posting a picture up of his injuries after he was able to clean up the blood um after he was jumped and he does have quite a few cuts around his face and his cheek and his chin and his lip and his eye um, and, and, you know, he took some kicks to the body. I'm sure he's got some injuries around his uh, abdomen mm -hmm. and, his, and his chest and his ribs. Um, but, hey, are we surprised? Are, are we really surprised that this happened? I'm not at all. I'm surprised. It took, I'm not. I'm surprised it took this long and it wasn't more severe. No doubt, but it was in the gym. You know what I mean? The dude did know that they was, you know, when you go in the gym, you got to have a membership. You know, it's, it's easy to, it's going to be easy to locate these guys. You know what I mean? They may don't give a fuck at this time. You know, at the same time, um, 
he's Takashi still would have to go f- basically file a report and you know when they get to court get up on the stand and say what they did so if these guys are caught they may not be Takashi may go in there and be like nah fuck that I'm gonna take that because I was slipping you know he might you know he, he didn't already told the big one he can't never take the rat back but at the same time he may have something in him to say you know fuck that I'm not gonna testify fuck it I was slipping you know I'm gonna take that I'm, I'm gonna charge that to the game you know no nah, I ain't pressing no charges and and, and and them dudes really might walk away from it but he it might tighten his game up you know what i mean so i'm i'm, I'm seeing how i'm wondering how this gonna go if any arrests gonna be made and if he gonna make any more statements you know to to um you know get these dudes locked up or keep them locked up do you think because he he was a federal informant that the investigation of whoever assaulted him in that bathroom was taken more seriously or do they just treat this like a, a regular assault? Well, it all depends. The feds may not even get involved in something like this. You know, the feds might have already warned him, like, bro, you can't be running around. They might have offered to put him in even some kind of pro, you they know, did. situation where, you know, you're not around people. And just like, um, I forgot which one of the mob gangsters they want to do. They were like, no, fuck that. Yo, Sammy. Sammy, they 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 had Sammy and uh and Sammy like no I'm t- look I take my chances you know what I mean so um you know you always got that factor with dudes like no nah, I'm gonna take my chances out on the street man I'm good you know so they may not even get involved in this kind of shit you know what I mean yeah they did offer Takashi six nine some sort of um, relocation witness protection assistance which he he turned down so i guess the feds were like hey you on your own then and you know we we got what we wanted out of you and since you don't want any protection then you're on your own no doubt you know so that definitely could be the situation you know but um but uh we definitely see we don't i don't know all right bro man um i think that's uh that's all I have on the six nine man. Uh, where can the people where can the people tap in with you, FG? Oh man, they t- definitely tapping in with me over there at um at, uh, <clears throat> on YouTube at F General One on Insta. I'm sorry, they tapping in with me a lot over there on Instagram at F General One. Um, you know, and they 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 hit me up. You know, almost threatened me about putting some more content out on YouTube. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think I'm gonna come out with it and um. And definitely, uh, you know, get something else going, you know? Yeah, a couple of my folks said, uh, when is FG going to post some more, man? Because they really like tapping in with your content. <laughs> no, that's what's up. That's what's up. And I appreciate it, man, you know? And, um, but, you know, so, um, hey, I'm going to get it done, no doubt. All right, man. Make sure you uh, you hit FG up at F General one The YouTube channel is FG Unleashed. My YouTube channel is Street TV. You can find me at AlexAlonso101 on all social media platforms. And thanks again for tapping in with another fire episode of Streets and Scholars.